The Buffalo Bills go to battle against the Los Angeles Rams. And the Blue Jays are off today as we're recording this podcast. So Ali, myself, and Thomas will give you our picks for the NFL's kickoff week. It's week one of the NFL regular season. We will talk some hockey, and we will give you our post-game reaction to the Blue Jays' first two road trip series between the Orioles and the Pittsburgh Pirates. We're doing that today, as well as giving you our picks for the NFL season and getting you set for Rams and Bills tonight, or sorry, today, on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Welcome in, everybody, to the Sports for Beginners podcast on this Thursday afternoon. I am one of your hosts, Scott McGregor, and I'm joined now by my co-hosts, Ali Musa of the All Over the Map podcast and Thomas McGregor, host of the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast and a podcast that we will get into in a later episode that he is combining with a few of our friends with to make. So, Ali, take us away as we start with the baseball. All right. I will actually open this one up uh, here. So the Blue Jays go into Pittsburgh following a loss to... The Chicago Cubs. And what do they do? Well, with the playoffs on the horizon and October on their mind, they put this game on the back burner against the Cubs and go out to take down the Pittsburgh Pirates. Barring a few weather delays, they go out to take down the Pirates in three games. I'm not going to mention the final scores because you probably already heard them, but let's get to Baltimore. And actually, I will bring this up here. Uh, So the Orioles played two in their first night against the Blue Jays, each of which the Blue Jays won. And going back to Pittsburgh for a minute, uh, the Blue Jays shut out the Pirates on Friday night. On Friday night, and they beat the Pirates four to one on Saturday, defeating also the Pirates four three on Sunday. On Labor Day, the Blue Jays defeated the Orioles in Game One seven to three, in what looked like a game that was probably not going to end. But it did end. And then we had the makeup of a postponed game. That game also might not have happened, but luckily it did. And the Blue Jays also took that one, 8-4. to four. Now, Tuesday, tempers flare in Baltimore. And the Blue Jays would end up losing this one, 9-6. to six. But they come back yesterday, or I should say last night, as we're reporting, as we're recording this podcast on the Thursday, today, 
and they win four to one. Up next, following this off day, they will be playing in Texas. And then we will be talking to you next following the conclusion of a five-game series to kick off another homestand for the Blue Jays as they take on the Rays. We will be coming live to you before that game begins. Uh, If the podcast is not out uh, in time before then, it will be out uh, just before the Orioles game begin game one begins and you can see that on apple tv and it will be on sportsnet 590 the fan the radio network of the blue jays and after this homestand the blue jays are out in philly and then they meet tampa again and yes that will lead into our final homestand for the blue jays but we're getting off topic here let's wrap wrap up what we saw before the off day. So Thomas, with Ali muted, let's get your take on the sweep in Pittsburgh, the sweep of the doubleheader, and the three out of four win for the Blue Jays over the Orioles. Well, kind of goes. Well, kind of goes without saying. I mean. You you look at you look at the Pittsburgh Pirates games. You look at the the rain delayed double hitter action that we experienced with the Orioles. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, okay, we're not going to play the second game of the double of this double hitter. And then, lo and behold, we're playing a double hitter in Baltimore. We're doing the double hitter, but. Before I talk about my feelings on the Pirates and the beginning of the Orioles series, I really want to touch on a conversational topic for the Blue Jays and Orioles that has been talked about ever since last night, and that's who started the benches clearing. Now, according to Vladdy, no, according to Vladimir Guerrero Jr., he says that when quote quote he said that quote when somebody looks at your bull when when somebody looks at the dugout and signals something that can be disrespectful now of course there are a lot of other scenarios that could have instigated the benches clearing but one thing that comes to my surprise is the guy that hit Jose Batista in the face. Rogue Odor. Blue Jays fans, we all know you hate Blue Jays fans, we all know you hate him. But I wanna get your take. Who so whoever's listening, I wanna get your take on what you just what you think of Rogue Odor and his decision to keep both teams in order and instead of punch people in the face, which is what he was known for in the season against Jose Batista and the Blue Jays, as Peacemaker. What do you 
what do you all think of Rogue or Dornell? Are we still going to boo him in the Rogers Center? I, my guess is yes, but to the audience listening, do you really think it's time we start picking up a slack and say, hey, well, and say, hey, okay, we all know that that season between Batista, Texas, Blue Jays, and Rogue Ordor is far from over. A thing in a thing in the past. A thing in the past. And now he's with Baltimore, so maybe we should get maybe we should respect him a little bit. Like to me it sounds like when he when you see a guy who you've been booing since the very beginning of the season play peacemaker, try to keep your team in order. And if this is video wise, I'll try and show you what I mean if we can get the footage up there of how he of how he played peacemaker. But if you saw the game on TV, you listened to it on the radio, you could tell that that you could tell that that incident got heated in a hurry. But then you've got the umpire. Now, come on now. Come on. I'm sure the ups have heard this a billion times. Game game in, game out. I'm sure they've heard it a billion times. You suck. We, we, we all, I, I'm sure we all get it right now. They, they understand. Excuse me. They understand that fans come to games, they want to watch the game, but, and Dan, and Dan touched on it on the fan drive time uh, yesterday, before the game, of the, before the series finale began, of the three-game series, well, I should say four-game series, began on uh, Wednesday, yesterday. You have to understand that these umpires, they, they, they get it. You come to a game to watch baseball. You want to watch your team succeed. But not every team's going to win. So, again, like I said about my earlier question, which, uh, which, we'll, put in the, which we'll put in the poll the, uh, when the podcast comes up, I really want to know, what do you describe Rogue or Door as when he when he backs up your team and tries to make sure that what the umpires are doing is keeping everybody in order and making sure that nothing else gets out of hand. That's just my take. Now now let's look at tech now let's look in the now let's go now let's talk about last night's game. Now I mean, it's for me, it's a little bit of both ways. It goes a little bit of both ways, but Baltimore only got one run. So, Blue Jays fans, you're happy, obviously. Four runs for the Blue Jays. Four runs for the Blue. Four runs for the Blue Jays. And. I mean, this is kind of, sorry for the pause here, but this is kind of one of those games where if you're, if you have one of your aces like Alec Manoa on the mound, 
you're expecting him to come out with if you look at the the game before you were expecting him to come out with a kind of vengeance that would say that we're heating we're heating things up yet again but with Alec Manoa that was not the case at all he says I'm not just I'm not going to I'm not going to heat up the the game or the series as much as it's already been heated. I'm just going to go out with a vengeance and say, hey, let's play the game. I want to win the series. And that's what he did. He went eight complete innings. And of course you gave it you gave it to your our closer, in my opinion at least, called Jordan Romano. But Scott, that that's just my take on it. And I want to talk about Texas later, but um, let's get Ali's thoughts in on the reactions before I go any further with this. So, Ali, y- your thoughts on... Uh, the Blue Jays serious on how it all went down and uh before before we get her before we get her thoughts, a reminder a reminder to Blue Jays fans that the starting pitcher for Texas and Blue Jays and the Blue Jays for game one tonight goes it goes to Stripling. Ross Stripling. And then it's Dean Dundee, Dunning, for Dane Dunning, excuse me, for the Rangers. Now, while we have a moment off, here, while we have a moment here, even though Abby is muted at this time, and we will get uh, his take on this in a little bit. And before we get to our football segment, uh, just a reminder, Thomas mentioned Friday starters because if this podcast is coming to you on Friday, which it probably will, just in case, but just in case you guys are aware, the starters are yes, Dane Dunning versus Ross Stripling in game one. And while we have a moment, I have the standings out here, the updated standings that is. And right now, the Blue Jays are 6.5 games back of the second-place part in the, in the American League. That is seeming like not very good news for the Blue Jays, but they are no games back. Well, actually, they are just, a, just a, about half a game back of that second wild card spot, but they hold on to the third wild card spot, barring the Rays, who they will play at Rogers Center next week, starting on Monday night, and wrapping up on Thursday afternoon when we talk to you next. Getting you set for the Baltimore series, as yes, the Orioles are back. Not not too long after the road trip ends in Texas. 
currently, speaking of Texas, currently they are out of playoff contention and 17 games back of the LA Angels. They are 59 and 77. The Blue Jays going into the game are 67, sorry, 76 and 60. With Baltimore losing, they are 72 and 65. And yes, this is a, a standings update here. You will see them on many of the other podcasts. We will try to get them in as many as we can. So while we still wait for Ali, we're going to move on to our football segment. So Thomas, with the NFL season beginning, let's let's get it on. We will leave that to you to get us going. Let's talk some let's talk some NFL regular season picks as we get ready for tonight's Thursday night kickoff matchup of week one of this week. I am I am one of your co-hosts of this podcast, Thomas Greger, alongside your host, Scott McGregor, and our other co-host and the host of the All Over the Map podcast, Ali Musa. Well, boys, the day is finally here, and now it's now time to begin the road to the Super Bowl once again. Let's jump. Let's so let's jump right into it, shall we? All right, we're jumping into the football games here, and I'll pull up some of the odds later on. Of course, you can all see that on your respective sports app. Let's get things started with tonight's Thursday night matchup between the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. Now, if now if you now if you've listened to the game previews, you you everyone listening here knows that the game that some of these game previews don't always end up the way that they are intended for. But football is like many football is like many other sports unpredictable. So let's not Waste any any more time, time, time. Time is at the essence, as many people know. And let's shot in our picks for week one. And Ali's hands are up. So let's let's start with her. Or sorry, let's start with him. Ali, all right. With the NFL season beginning, who do you got? Rams and Bills tonight for Thursday night football. With the NFL seasons kicking off. Well, for me, 
I'm I'm go I'm I'm a Bills fan, so I'm I'm gonna I'm picking on the Bills to beat the Rams tonight. All right. Do you have a specific final score? I feel this is going to be a close one. So my prediction is, I'm going to say 25 to 20. All right. We will get your take on baseball in a little bit, but let's get our football picks in. So Thomas, Bills or Rams for tonight? No. Now this is now this is something now this is something and I and I talked about it with my with one of with one of our other friends on the other on another podcast uh, on another podcast about the about the way that teams play. Um, let's talk about let's talk about my Ram, let's talk about the Rams in this case. Now you got now obviously you've got them as a Super Bowl champion, but you've also got the idea that it's being hosted on a Thursday night tonight and you've got them raising a banner which is good in some regard but the more and more I but the more and more but the more I think about it I think the Rams are more have more pressure than the Bills so I'm going to take the Bills right here and say Bills and the Rams. Like like now that I look more closely at it, I'll say the Bills will take game one uh, against the Rams in a thirty to twenty matchup. Bills thirty, the Rams, the Rams twenty. So I would say a 10-point game, Bills. But if it came down to a tiebreaker, and I'll put the tiebreaker out a little later on, but here's what I think that would come down to. And in my football pick I've got the Rams for that tiebreaker as of right now. But I am, I, I'm going with the – to keep it short and sweet, I am going with the Bills 30 – 30 to 20 10 point game and if but if it came down to it i would say with the installment of cooper cupsdale in the rams side of the football i would say that the rams will take the bills if it came down to a tiebreaker at least by one of the touchdowns in the in the in a tiebreaking scenario but I'm right. taking the bills. But I'm taking the bills, and that is it. All right. So we got a couple of games on Sunday slated. But before we get to those picks, I'm gonna say that I I'm gonna give my pick here. So I am going to go with the Buffalo Bills, being a Buffalo Bills fan, and I'm gonna say that this is a shootout. It's a contender versus the defending champs in the Buffalo Bills and the and the Rams who are the Super Bowl champions from last year. It's great that they're going to have a banner. It's great that they're going to have a banner. But 
with some of the new additions, are they going to be up to the hype to take on to take on the Buffalo Bills? I don't know. I feel this is going to be a shootout and a close game. So I'm going Bills 21. Actually, let me say 27 to Rams about 14. That is as close as I can get. If I get it, if we get it wrong, you guys can let us know. Uh, in you guys can let us know if you if you're watching the social pages, uh, or if you are sticking. If you know me on Instagram or Facebook, you can let you can. You don't need to DM me exactly. You could comment on the post and say your prediction was good, but it but it didn't pan out. All right, anyways, Sunday, we've got a whole slate of games, including the Dolphins and the Pats. So we're going to start with Thomas here for this matchup. And if we don't get to any of the other matchups during this time that we have, that's okay because... Week to week, even if we don't get week two in, we will be doing a podcast where we will give our picks for the NFL season as it goes along. If we don't give you our picks week two, mm-hmm. week three, and and so on, we will have episodes where we will give picks for each of the games. All right. So, all right. Thomas, Pats or... Dolphins. All right, so let's all right, so let's look at it from a from a rivalry standpoint. Now, any now anyone would think that this match will go either way. For me personally, I pick I pick my favorite teams based on the way that they that that they that they played. But from a game standpoint, I'm a thing. I'm gonna take. I'm a, I will take the. Miami Dolphins here because you still have Miles Gaskin, you have Jalen Waddle, and you still got the and you've still got Chua in the Dolphins. The biggest concern I have is the defense side. Now both now don't get me wrong, both defenses played playoff contending football last season. But I think the Patriots played the most contending football defense last season, and that's why the Dolphins came short, at least in my opinion. Anyone could tell you different. I think that's why the Dolphins came short in the contention last season. Because their defense had a little bit a little bit of problems, just to name a few problems i won't get into the problems right away but for me i think this is gonna be an i think this is gonna be kind of what you said with tonight's game a shootout and i'm gonna go with the dolphins on this one and say 30 dolphins to at least in my in in new england's case 20 
This is gonna be one of those games where it's a shooter. We're gonna have a playoff matchup. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be contenders, and it's gonna be awesome to watch this game unfold on CBS on Sunday. Uh, moving right along, Scott. Let's 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 take Ali first. All right. Actually, Ali, Dolphins or Patriots? Well, I'm a, I, I'm gonna go for the Patriots in that one. All right. You have any uh, final score? Dolphins and Pat. Oh, I think this is going to be a forty to twenty-five. I think. Oh, okay. We shall see. I myself. Am going to go with the Pats because I think they are. I think they are on like I mean this may not be in my pick'em. Uh, and by the way, those are open. Uh, if you can find one on CBS or wherever you're able to put your pick'ems in, your pro pick'ems. Uh, those are open, but I'm going to go with the Pats here. And I think I'm going to go with New England, uh, 35, and Miami, to Miami, um, 28. Because I, I think the Pats, as much as the other teams uh, who we're going to get into in a little bit, and I'm speaking about the Jets and the Jags here, um, I think they're going to have something that they want to prove. And they definitely don't want to get off to that start that uh, the Jets and Jags had last season and the past season where they tanked a couple of weeks, including the opening week uh, of the season. But that's, that's who I got right now. All right. Eagles at Lions. Well, spe- well speaking of... This well, will speaking, be interesting. Well, speaking, well, speaking of... All right, all right, I'll all right, I'll start this one out, and I'm gonna make it, and I'm gonna make it the, and I'm gonna make it the most probably obvious scenario you could think of because we got other games as well as this one on tap. I'm gonna take, I'll take the line, I'll take the um, Eagles right here, and I'm and I'm gonna give them a score of. At least twenty to seven. I don't think it's gonna be a low-scoring game, but I don't think it's going to be a shootout. I don't think it's going to be like them scoring each quarter. I think it's gonna be like a wait three quarter game. Uh, but this is definitely gonna be a game to watch. It's gonna be uh, gonna be an gonna be a good game. I do think it's going to be one of the great games to watch. I, of course, you know, you can watch every game on the zone and you can watch every game on, of course, the NFL app. And All right. Network. So I'm going to go next. But, uh, I'm here. going with the Eagles. I'm going to go next here. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Yeah. I'm going to go next here. Uh, and I got, I'm going to go Lions here. Lions 20, 28. 
28-17. I honestly feel, given where the Lions are at, they are looking to straight up, uh, I won't say win the NFC, uh, or like win their division here, right off the bat, but I feel like they, they're a good team against the Eagles. I mean, yes, Josh Jacobs, who was with the Raiders, has come to the Lions. And you also have a guy who traded Matthew Staff, who they traded Matthew Stafford for in Jared Goff. Is he going to be the starter? We don't know. But that's who I have. How about you, Ali? Uh, Eagles and the Lions. Well, the Lions really have, it, it's kind of, um, um, a lot, the Lions have not had very, a very good season, and I think I'd love to see things turn around for the Lions, so I think I'm going with the Eagles on this one. All right. All right. How about Indy versus the Texans? The Colts at Texans. We're going to start with myself here. Now, I think, that, now, I think that the Texans are, I don't think they win this game, but if they go, but this one, if the, if it goes to overtime, I can see the Texans winning uh, 30 to 31 to, uh, actually, no, 34 to 28 over the Colts. Now, the Colts, I think, I believe they had a great season last year. Obviously, they, uh, I mean, you'll have to check their schedule from last season, but I think they made the playoffs. I don't know if they, or obviously they didn't make the Super Bowl, but they had, but they, they had a good team, of course, in Jonathan Taylor and and things and guys of that nature. I would not be surprised if Jonathan Taylor does play in week one. We're going to have to see. It'll be interesting. Ali? It will be very, very interesting to see if, if Jonathan Taylor plays. Because, um, especially since you mentioned he's had a lot of injuries and things, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. All right, so who you got, Texans or the Colts in this one? Uh, I'm going to go for the Colts. All right. Thomas, Texans or Colts? Oh, I mean, this one This one goes, like like I said, with third, like with tonight's game and, of course, the Dolphins game. This one's going to be a, this one's going to be a fight. This one's going to be a dog fight. It's going to, it's going to. It's going to come down to the second half here. So I'm going to take, I will take, I'll take the coats on this one. And I'm actually surprised I'm saying this, but I don't think Texans, the Texans beat the Colts when it comes down to like the second half in terms of defense and offense. But to block out all the defense and offensive matters, I do think 
Indy wins in this one. So I'll give Indy the win here. I'm gonna, and I will say that this will be a shootout game. It'll be Indy 30 or 30, 34, 35-ish. Houston at least 25-26. So very close game, but a def but it definitely in my mind counts as a shootout. All right, so there there is still a lot more of the one o'clock games to get to, but let's get to some of the late games, including the last two uh, primetime games of the week: the Dallas Cowboys, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Broncos at Seahawks. But first, let's get to one of those late window games uh, at 4.25. So, Ali, we're going to start with you. With the exception that Tyreek Hill is no longer in the arsenal of the Kansas City Chiefs, we, who do you have for Cardinals and Chiefs? Well, I think the Chiefs are... The Chiefs have really been look. Um, they they've been promising this year. All right. So what do you what do you predict your final score here? If you have a prediction here for the Chiefs and the um, Chiefs and Cardinals. The current. Well, okay. Well, you know what? I'm an Arizona fan, so I'm going to pick Arizona in this one. The Cardinals. I'm going to go. It's going to be a score of. Of twenty-five to ten on this one. All right, Thomas. Chiefs or Cardinals? Oh, I, oh, I've been, oh, I've been waiting for this uh, pick uh, for this part of the pick um, since uh, we started. Mainly because you've got Patrick Mahomes, and of course you got Kyle Murray. This is going to be a shootout, my friend. It's going to be hard to pick between these two guys. You got two good quarterbacks, but all. But all the but all the but all the same but all the same to any other pick you get, I'll try and make this as short as possible. Cause we got a lot of other games to get through. I'm gonna go with the Arizona Cardinals. I'll stick with Ali on this point because I really think Arizona has the chance to beat Kansas City now because Kansas City does not have Tyree Kill and the Dolphins do. I'm gonna say this will be a shootout. But I think it'll end in Arizona's favor. So I'm gonna go with Arizona. I'm gonna say 40 to at least 20. So a 20 point game, and I'm going with the Cardinals 40 to 20. Oh Arizona. Oh, I I, I agree with you on that. I'm I'm taking the Cardinals here as well. Um but I'm but I'm going a little higher than that. I'm going. 30. I'm going the. I'm going to start here with the Chiefs score here, uh, 35. And I predict that the Cardinals are going to have uh 45. So that's not really that's not really like the 20 point game that you said there, Thomas. But that's at least 10 points. So this is going to be a shoot. This is going to be a shootout, like you said in the last couple of the games. But still. I think that Casey won't be one team to uh, let the Cardinals r run all over them. It'll be interesting to see if they do. 
confi confiding in the fact they don't have Tyreek Hill anymore, but that's okay. Speaking of people who are being traded and stuff like that, let's get down to Titans and the Giants, who are the second of the 425 games. And there are four of them, in fact, in this week. So I'm going to start here. And I'm going to say that the Titans win this one close. Um, 28-35. Sorry, 35-28 Titans in this one. So. Ali, what do you got here? Tennessee and the Giants. Who who's 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 got the W today or this week? Oh, the Titans. The Titans. Do you think it's going to be high scoring, or do you think it's going to be a close one? I think it's going to be close. I think it's just going to be about. Um, I don't think. I think it's just going to be about fifteen to ten. I think. All right, Thomas. Titans. I I kind, or I, kind Giants. Of, I kind of I kind of have to agree. I kind of have to agree with um Ali on this one. So I'm gonna take the Titans as well, and I'm gonna and I'm and I and I and I like that final score, uh, fifteen to at least ten. I like that type of score. I'm going with the Tennessee Titans fifteen to the Giants at least ten. All right, how I about think it's pa- going to be a really, really close matchup. All right, how about Packers and Vikings? Oh, this was going to be... Like, Ali, like we're going to have to review here. So Packers are at the Vikings. What do you think of this matchup? And what do you, what do you think is the final? Oh, I think the Packers are in on this one. And a final, and the because these are both um, good teams, so I think I'm going to go with um, forty to thirty-five on this one. I'm taking Packers as well here, and I, but I think I'm going to go with a little bit higher than that. Actually, I'll go lower than that. Uh, you know what? Actually, Ali, I like that final score that you have, so I'm taking the same score there, and I'm taking the Packers. Thomas. Vikings or Packers? Oh, this uh, oh, this is gonna be one of those close, yet not really close games. This is gonna be one of them high scoring affairs. I like that score you got. You and Ali agreed with forty to thirty five ish game. I'm going with the Green Bay Packers on this one. This one's going to be a come down to the wire type game. So I'm going with the Green Bay Packers on this one. 40 to 35 over the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going with it. All right. Before we get to our, before we go back to the Sunday window and the late or, and the final 425 game, let's get the primetime games out of the way here, starting with the Bucks and Cowboys. So, Ali, Tom Brady's back with the Bucks. Rob Gronkowski right now, not with the Bucks. But what do you think uh, Bruce Arians' team is going to be? Or do you think Bruce Arians' team wins against the Cowboys? Or do you think it's going to be a Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, 
and Dallas Cowboy show on Sunday night. I'm gonna go for the um the Cubs, the um the Bucks. All right. So, what's your final score here for the Bucks? Uh, my prediction is it's going to be a close one. Um, I'm going to say about 35 to 25, I think. All right. So, Thomas, Buccaneers or Cowboys on Sunday night? Who you got? Oh, this is uh, this is uh, this is the interesting matchup that I'm sure everybody cannot wait to see on Sunday. So, uh, for me, I'm going with the I'm going with cow I'm going with the Cowboys on this one. I think it's going to be the Dak Prescott show. I don't think it's going to be the Brady and Bruce Arians show. So, I think it's going to be Dallas, and I think it's going to be Dallas at least, or at least. 41 if not 40 if not 40 to the bucks at least 30 to the bucks at least 20 or 21 okay okay 41 to 21 is my final i'm going with the cowboys this is going to be one of those dak prescott brady shows that you're just waiting to watch the ending I am going to go with the Bucks here, and I, I, I like Ali's uh, final score here, but I also like the fact that uh, you think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be close. I would not be shocked if it's not close, but I'm taking the Bucks, the Buccaneers. All right, before we get to our last of these picks, Ali, we were talking about the Blue Jays. So before we get to our last of the picks for the NFL, and we're going to squeeze in some hockey here, before we get to our last of the picks, what is your takeaways from the road trip so far for the Blue Jays going into Texas, the series? Well, I've been very impressed because um, they – because they – they swept the doubleheader, which was um, on Monday against the. Sorry, they swept the Pirates first, which, um, which Sunday's game. I was a little bit. I was a little nervous with the way that that game was going that they would not, um, be able to win that third game. But they managed to find a way to win, and that was a close one, two, four, three. And uh, then, yeah. pardon? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. That 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 was a close one. And then they went into Baltimore, and they won. And they and they won both double the the double header. But then, when it came to Tuesday, things got a little bit heated there. In that game, between the it involved Baker. Um, from the Orioles. Yes, yes, they did. Yes, they did. And then, and of course, the Orioles ended up winning the game nine to five. And then yesterday, the Jays bounced back. I Rocked think it was nine to six. Nine to six. On, my apologies. On Tuesday. Thanks. Thank you so much, Scott. That's okay. And then, um, and then they won last night. Alec Manoa. And 
I'd like to touch on Alec Manoa for a little for a minute here, if that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. Alec Manoa has looked good, and for in during most of his outings this year. So, I mean, if you ask me, I feel at the end the Jays are going to be there in the playoffs, but. It's going to be a matter of what Seattle and some of the other teams and the Rays are doing as well. Now, they will be playing the Rays next week at Rogers Center. So that will be an all-important series. Can they sweep the Rays? I don't believe so. I don't think so either. I hope that they take the, the double game on Tuesday. But um, I'm not sure if that will happen. I would love it if it happened. Because I will be at those games. Because Thomas and I will be at those games uh, when the Rays are in town following the end of this road trip. Ali, Ali, let me ask, Ali, let me ask you this. But again, because... Because because uh, the at the Raj five ninety, so Roger Esquad had put out a question, and I thought it might be good to bring to you guys attention because you mentioned the playoff race and that the Blue Jays will make the playoff race, but it depends on how the other games go as we get closer and closer to the end of this season. So here's my so here's the question that. And of course, those of you who were listening into our football talk, don't worry. We'll we will continue. We're just finishing this up with the Blue Jays. But here's the question. The question is, if the Blue Jays make the playoffs, in order whether it's the three-game wild card that they win, whatever, they they want to know. And you could tweet. And you could tweet at them as well. What would your rotation, you're you're the Blue Jays pitching manager, what would you put the rotation for the Jays in that for the next coming games, whether it's playoffs or getting closer to the playoffs? Here before you answer, here were just some of the poll options. Option one, Gosman, Manoa, Barrios. Option two, Gosman, Manoa, Stripling. Option three, Manoa, Gosman, and Barrios. Or Manoa, Gosman, and Stripling. And that was, I believe, your fourth answer for the poll. I personally would put now for me, I would put Gosman after Manoa, but then it's a matter of who that third starter is because all of the Blue Jay aces, Gosman, Manoa, Brios, Stripling, at least I call them aces because they pitch really, really well. At least in my opinion, but that's just my opinion. 
anyone anyone can tell you different. I think I would go with for the third starter. I think I'd go with either or Barrios or Stripling. So for me, it's an either or. I want to probably put both guys in the game. If one gets hurt, at least I have another guy I can put him in and say, "Don't worry, we'll give you another start in that in the other in the upcoming game." I'm going to jump I've... in on this. I'm going to jump in on this. Uh, we get, but again, just a reminder to fans, uh, if you're listening to this after the game, this is a post-game so far through the road trip. Um, I actually really loved Alex's start last night. I loved the start last night by Alex. Um, and I also like the fact that despite what happened on Tuesday, Nothing really escalated. Uh, so, anyways, um, I think I would go with the, the first option that they were mentioning. If it were up to me, I would do Gauz. I would do uh, Stripling, sorry, uh, Gosman and Manoa. Or, or I would do it the other way around. I would do Manoa, Gosman, and Stripling. So, Ali, what do you think of this? But first of all, again, it was a great outing by Alec Manoa. Yeah, no, here's what I would do. I, I agree with both of you, but, I mean, I but I would put it Gosman, Manoa, and Stripling. Because... Yeah, that works. No, because, because you want to be... If they want to be put... Because they want to be put in the position where they are likeliest to win. And if they put those three back head-to-head, or back-to-back, I should say, they will, the, they, they have more chances of success. All right. Any comment on that, Thomas? Uh, no, com- uh, no comment at all to Ali on that one. I do think, I do think she makes a, I do think he makes a, a good a good enough um, decision, and I think that's probably the best case scenario for the Blue Jays, and 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 uh, and uh, like like we said before, or and sorry, not like we've said before, like. Like some of our other people who have walked our who have walked our broadcasting path, keep that out of the way. So, said you're gonna you are coming to the point where some of these Blue Jay games can't matter. You have to get the games that do matter out of the way because if you don't get those games out of the way, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, let's face it, the games that I'm referring to are. Texas, Tampa, and Baltimore. If you can't get those games out of the way before Baltimore and the Yankees come back as your teams, you're not you're not gonna make those games. Those games are gonna count, and it was your job to make sure you got those games not counted because you're already there. You're already in the playoffs. But now the Yankees game now. Now, now let's be logical. The Yankees gave the Blue Jays the oppor- the green light when they were when the Yankees were against Tampa. They 
somehow the Rays managed to make the Yankees give the green light to the Blue Jays to catch the Yankees in some way. But as you were listening to the people on Sportsnet Central, if what had transpired by the Yankees beating the Rays did not transpire and the Rays swept the Yankees, there could have been a changing of the guard, which leads me to believe that if the Blue Jays kept winning and winning and winning, and the Yankees did not win against the Rays, there would be a little bit more of a conversational battle, which kind of, in my opinion, means that the Yankees would also be now part of the wild card race, which would, which begs me to think, well, they wouldn't be in a playoff spot anymore. I mean, they'd still be there, but they wouldn't, but they'd be fighting to contain the playoff spot. They wouldn't be able to get into the playoffs and have that bye week and have that little bit of a bye before the wild card games begin when the season when the season is all said and done. So because they won that game, the options are still there. The Blue Jays are still there. But you have to, but to me, but in my opinion, you have to make, if you're the Blue Jays, you have to make sure that these next, these upcoming games don't count. They have to be, these games that do count have to be games that you should win. But let's but I don't want to jump off the Blue Jays bandwagon and say well we're not well we are gonna win all these games and if we are supposed to win these games we have to win them. Cause that doesn't because that does to to me that does not look like friendly. And quite frank and quite frankly you've already had games where you should have made the last games of the season not matter. But according to other Blue Jay players, every game does matter, and it doesn't matter what the team is. Alec Manoa made the point that they're not going to get stomped on. The Blue Jays are not going to get stomped on. You stomp, If you do something to them, they'll do something back to you. But they'll do it in the way that the game has to be played. So, with with that being said, there's no other comment on that. And I'm just hoping that after Texas, Blue Jays are able to do what, I don't know, no, probably no team has ever been able to do, which is have a five-game series sweep against Tampa. So, I do see Tampa going, I do see Tampa winning at least one of the games, but if they can't, but if they do fall into a little bit of a slump with the with the Jays in all five games, I yeah, in the double hitters case, it's great because Blues just got the revenge. They kind of got the double hitter, and they also got game one, so it's like, well, okay. Now we just have to worry about Baltimore after we're done with Tampa. And we still got the other games to worry about. We got two games with Philly. Then you go back into Tampa, but you're in Tropicana. But all, th- all 
all that aside, like I said, Manoa made the point that they're not going to get stomped on. If they do get stomped on, they're going to be the one to tell you, hey, we've had highs, we've had lows, but when we get lows, we get even bigger highs. So, yeah, no other comments on that, but um, just the fact that the Blue Jays are a playoff team. All right, and so once again, once again, so once again, the Blue Jays will play this series, weather permitting. They hopefully are able to play all three without having to go doubleheader again. Um, weather permitting, they will play tomorrow night in Texas in Arlington against Dane Dunning, and they will send Ross Stripling to the mound. After a hard day's work, sometimes you just want to relax and watch some television. But the show you want to watch isn't on TV anymore. Well, now you can relive your favorite television episodes again and again, such as the Dukes of Hazard. In fact, if you act now, you can get the complete first season of Bo and Luke Duke adventures as they fight the system of Hazard County. So act now, because this deal won't last long, and once they're gone, they're gone. So let's get right back to our football picks. So we are going to start with the Monday nighter to wrap up the primetime games. Of course, there is a primetime game tonight against between the Bills and the Rams. We'll get back to the late or we'll get back to the early Sunday window and that late Sunday window with the games we have not done. But let's wrap up the primetime. So we're going to start with Thomas here. For the Monday night game, Broncos and the Seahawks. And Russell Wilson no longer a Seahawk. What do you think, Thomas? Broncos or the well, Seahawks? I think, well, I think. Well, I think that this game is gonna come. Is gonna be a close one. So, ironically to myself, I think him. Well, okay, you've got Denver, who's got Seattle's former quarterback, who I believe will be starting the game. But you you just never know until the game begins. So I do think Seattle though has a chance to win tonight or this week's Monday Nighter. And the reason I say that is because Seattle has had their ups and downs last season, but I do think that they have an advantage over. Denver, like I said, this is going to be close, but I think it's going to be close, as close as a five-point game. So I'm going to say a 10, a 10, so I'll say a 10 for the Broncos to at least a closest, closest 15 matchup with Seattle. Seattle's got 15 and Denver's got 10. I'm going with Seattle on this one. Ali, right. what do you think, Seattle or Denver? Ali, C- Seattle or Denver for the Monday Nighter this week? I think the C- the I think Seattle has a. I feel Seattle has a good chance. The Seahawks of winning that one. All right, 
I'm going to go with the Broncos here. I mean, yes, as we've talked about earlier in our segment for the football, uh, there are some people who are not on different or who are on different teams and are not on the respective teams that they were around before. Uh, so I'm going to go with Denver on this one. And I'm going to say 21 to 17 Denver over Seattle. With that, let's wrap up the late window Sunday game with our picks for Raiders and Chargers. And then we will move on to Atlanta versus the Saints and wrap up this Sunday's afternoon action. But first, Ali, they Raiders or the Chargers? Um, the Raiders. The Raiders have a good chance there. All right. I mean, they don't have Josh Jacobs. Well, actually, maybe they do. I don't know. We'll see. I think they still do. We'll see. Have to look at the roster. I don't think they have Josh Jacobs. I think he went to the Lions. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders myself. And I'm going 35 to 21 Raiders over the Chargers. Thomas, Raiders or Chargers? You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, I said it, I said it with the primetime game on the, on the, that it's happening tonight. I'm going to stay, I'm, I'm going to stay with the uh, Raiders on this one for this game because I don't, know if the Los Angeles Chargers will actually have a chance at uh winning this game, but I'll say it I'll say it's a close game. I'll say it's mm-hmm. like a twenty to ten game Raiders twenty and Chargers ten. I'll say it's a twenty to ten game in favor of the Raiders. I'll say it's gonna be at least a ten point game, which is close, so I think it's going to be that type of a score, 10 to 20, Raiders 20, Chargers 20. All right, so let's move on to the Jags at the Commanders. Now we're into our wrap-up of the early Sunday scheduled games. So Jacksonville at the Commanders. I'll start it off here. And I'm going to say I'm taking the Commanders by a score of 28 to 30 in favor of the rank, in favor of the Commanders. It is their first season as the new team of the formerly known Washington football team and in earlier seasons, the Washington Redskins. But now they're called the Commanders. So I'm excited to see what they do. I don't know if Jacksonville will upset them. If they do, that's great for Jacksonville. Allie, what do you got? Jacksonville or Washington? Commanders versus Jags. Well, I'm going to go for the Commanders on this one. All right. Thomas, Jags or Commanders? Oh, I'm going with the. I mean, this is like that. This one's actually tough. I mean, um, 
you got the commanders who were originally called the Redskins, who were called the football team, and now they're called the commanders. So I think the commanders is their first season. I, I, I'm not going to be surprised if they actually win the, the first game. But I'm going with Jacksonville on this one and saying, again, it's going to be close. I think it's going to be like a 20 to at least 30 matchup. I'm going to go with Jacksonville on this one. 20 or 30 to at least 20. Jacksonville 30, Commanders 20. All right. With that, we'll move on to the Browns. All right. With that, we'll move on to Browns at Panthers. Thomas, we'll start with you. Browns or the Panthers? Oh, this is the Baker Mayfield show everyone's been waiting for. And it has been confirmed that Baker is going to start as Carolina is it quarterback against this former team, or at least it's been claimed that <laughs> Baker's going to start against this former team. You, you never know, like I said before. But I'm going with the Carolina Panthers on this one. I'm going to say 21 to at least. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say 21 to at least. Seven Panthers over the Browns. It's going to be a dogfight. If the Browns win, it's, if the Browns win, it's going to be a dogfight. But I'm going with the Carolina Panthers. I think they have a win. I think they have a winning shot. They got Baker and Mayfield. And I'm going to say Panthers 21, Browns 7. There you go. There are my, there's my Browns, Cleveland, Carolina Panthers score. There you go. All right, Ali. Browns or Panthers? Uh, I'm going with Thomas on this one, the, the Panthers. All right. I'm going to go with the Panthers as well. And I like the story. I, sorry, I like the final score here, not story. The final score, I like. And with that, let's move on to... Oh, I like this one. Uh, it's another team that I was mentioning earlier. Jets at home versus the Ravens. So, Ali, we're going to start with you here, and you can give a final score if you want. Ravens. I'm going to pick the Ravens on this one. Um, I think um, 25 to 20. All right. I'm going to go Ravens as well here. 21 to 20 as well. Well, actually, no. I'll make it 27 to 20 uh, here. And I think the Jets, yes, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with with this team. But they also are coming off back-to-back, back-to-back years of tanking pretty much almost the whole season uh so with that i'm taking the ravens thomas jets or ravens oh this one is one that i'm sure everybody will be waiting for as soon as it Gets as soon as it's ready for Sunday morning kickoff, and here's why: you've got you've got Lamar Jackson here. I'm going with the Ravens, but I don't think it's going to be the score that you and Ali think it's going to be. I think it's going to be the Ravens 
shutting out. Yeah, that yeah that yeah that yeah that's right. I yeah that's right. I yeah that's right. I said it. Shutting out the New York Jets, thirty to at least three. I think the Jets are going to get at least three points, but I think it's going to be Baltimore have having a great day at the office. After after this game's all said and done, thirty to three is my final score for Baltimore. I'm going with the Ravens here. It's Baltimore. It's the Jets. I think the Jets is gonna wait till week two to get a win here, and I think Baltimore. I'm really sorry, Jets fans, but I think the Baltimore is gonna shut this team out. All right, with that. We'll move on to Atlanta hosting the Saints. And then we've got Steelers at Bengals and Niners at Bears. So, Ali, Falcons or Saints? Falcons, please. All right. I'm going to go with the Saints here because I think that Michael Thomas and, of course, Whoever is with the Saints, they should be able to have a good year. I think it's going to be close. I'm going to go with a final score of 20 to 10 in favor of the Saints. Thomas, Falcons or Saints? Um, you know, you know, the Saints have always been that team that want to win the game. And I know that, and I know every team wants to win, but you can't always win the games. Like I said with the Blue Jays, wrapped up segment that we wrapped up before we continued this. So I'm gonna drop, I'm gonna drop it down, I'm gonna drop it, I'm gonna drop a line down and say final score. I'm gonna go with the, I will go with the inaugural. Atlanta Falcons, and I will say that this will be a close one. It's going to be 21 Falcons to Saints, at least 14. All right. All right. So with that, we've got two more games to go here on the Sunday window. So, Ali. We'll start actually Thomas, we'll start with you here. Niners at Bears. Who gets the W? Well, this one is interesting because you got two playoff contending teams that made the playoffs, but of course didn't make the Super Bowl. Sorry for sorry for those fans who didn't make it. And well, I mean the Niners did, but anyone gets what I say here. Cause you get, cause you get the picture if you saw last season. Um, I'm gonna go with the Bears on this one. I think they're looking for a vengeance here, so I will go with the Bears here, and I'm gonna say at least, or at least fourteen. It's at least gonna be like a thirty to twenty-seven game. I think it's gonna be a close one. I think it's gonna be like. 21-ish to 30. Chicago 30 and the Niners at least 21. Give or take. I'm okay. going with the Bears. But, uh, okay, I got... With Ali? 
All right, we'll hear Ali and then we'll hear myself. It'll be a very interesting match here between the teams here. So who you got, Ali? Bears Sorry. or Niners? I'm going for the I'm going for the Bears here. All right. I myself am going for the Bears and I'm going for twenty-eight to uh, 28 to 21, a very, very close game by a touchdown because this is an interesting matchup. And with that, to wrap up our picks segment, because we are going to get one more segment in before we say goodbye today, uh, talking about the NHL, we are going to the steel, we are going to talk Steel City Steelers taking on the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. So, I will start it off here. And being a Pittsburgh hockey fan, I'm not too much a Steelers fan, but I'm going to consider it. And I think the Steelers are going to take down the Bengals here in a shootout of about 30 to 20 as a final score in favor of the Steelers. Allie. Steelers. Or the Bengals. Scott, I'm a Steelers fan, so I'm going with the Steelers on this. All right. What's your uh, final here? 30 to 15. All right. Thomas, last pick. Bengals or Steelers. You know, you can't. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, you, yeah, you know something, guys. You can't really go wrong with the Steelers and the Bengals here. I think it's going to be a shootout here. I think it's going to be Steelers 40, Bengals at least, at least 30. So I'm going with the Steelers here. I think it's going to be 40 to 30. Steelers against the Bengals. And with that, I think that pretty much wraps up our. NFL picks segment for this week. But hey, but hey, but hey, listen, everyone, those of you who were listening to this segment or will be listening into the games segment, whether it's good morning football, things in that nature, don't don't worry. Every 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 week is different. Every week is different. Um and before we even get down to making those picks for next for the next Thursday week, I just want to remind everyone to close out this week's pick that after this season goes on, your first Thursday Night Football, I believe, action goes down with... It's the Chargers and the Chiefs. We'll get to those picks next week. But right now, let's talk some hockey. And here to start us off, Scott, you've got the call. All right. Hey, hockey fans. So 
if you are a Pittsburgh, if you are uh, if you are a football fan, but you're also into hockey, well, good news. On September 24th, in three weeks, three weeks, the preseason begins, and guess what? It also means that we are back to hockey. Yes, we are back to hockey. Actually, I should say two weeks, excuse me, not counting this week, but next weekend, the week before Saturday, September 24th, is are the last days without hockey preseason. And although these games don't count, it just means that we are getting down to the wire of preparation for the new season which will begin in October. So let's do a couple of other, let's continue here with just a couple of teams here who we think, or how we think they will match up and who or and who will be the person, and let's do a who will be the person to watch in terms of goals. So, Ali, let's start with you, and I'll give you the Buffalo Sabres. We're just going to do one team for this one. Uh, let's go for the Penguins. All right. Yeah, you can do the Penguins. That's all right. So, I'm a Leaf fan, but, you know. All right. Well, one. Well, Thomas, or you will get the Leafs. It's okay. I'll, I'll start out and I'll do the Penguins. They're my favorite team. All right. So for the Penguins, we've got like the the Penguins had a great season last year. Obviously, it didn't go their way against the Rangers, but the Rangers are a great team. Do I see them meeting in the playoffs again? Oh, 100%. I do. If they if they if both teams play to their if both teams will play, you know, to their best, I 100% see them meeting in the playoffs. I agree. So, I actually like what the Penguins have done this season in terms of the new additions and some of the people they had to give up. However, keeping Jason Zucker around is less than ideal for me, but I guess was wise because I think may like if things don't work out for him this season, he may be traded. Anyways, let's get to another team here. And this one will be for Thomas. So Thomas, uh, we're going to give Ali the Maple Leafs for this segment. Uh, Let's talk, but for you, let's talk, we were going to talk Buffalo Sabres, but let's talk about their uh, October opponent as we get to the one of their October opponents as we get set for the season, which is the Detroit Red Wings. Red Wings. How confident are you in the Red Wings, and what do you see them like? How do you see how do you see them uh, go about their season? After the not so matter games in the preseason, well, well I, I don't. Think... Well, I don't. Well, I don't see the Red Wings 
jumping out to a very hot part of the the season, but we don't have an all star break uh in the in the works for this season quite yes, just a little bit of break just a little bit of breaking news to most of the most of the fans of hockey this year doesn't look like we'll have an all star break but but you're here is here's what I here's what I will say with the Red Wings because we're talking the Red Wings here. Um, I do see the Red Wings maybe picking it up a little bit later on in the season, but I also do see them picking up a lot of a lot of wins and a lot of losses early, very early on in the season. Uh, as far as playoff contention goes, if we're if we're jumping ahead of the season, I don't quite see the Red Wing type of playoff team right now. So, yeah, for me, it's a little bit of a questionable one for the Red Wings. I'm not sure if they will or won't make the season. Or, or won't make it this season to the playoffs. I really not sure. But uh, on that note, let's continue the segment. All right. So, Ali, you and Thomas are both Maple Leaf fans. So, I'll get your first take on this. And I know we taught, and you guys can actually check this out on one of the episodes we dropped, uh, either last week or in our second episode. We did talk Leafs. So, Ali. As the preseason month begins of not matter hockey, and we continue to count down to the start of a new season for the NHL, how do you see the Maple Leafs matching up? And I'm going to leave this to you and Thomas before we send it out with our final segment of the day coming up on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. And on that note, we will also get in some interesting information if you guys ever want to drop us a line or maybe come onto the podcast if you're if you're interested uh so ali with toronto new season on the horizon for the leafs how do you think they match up what will they do based on their based off of the preseason schedule that does not matter as we mentioned in the last i feel the leafs have a good chance I feel the Leafs have a good chance. I really do feel it's going to be entertaining either way. All right. So on that note, before we actually wrap this up, guys, let's take let's talk a little bit about players to watch this season. So we're each going to talk about three players that we feel are going to be the guys to watch. They can be goaltenders. They can be... They can be goal scorers, whoever. We'll start with Ali here. So, Ali, who are your players that you feel are people to watch during this season? Even, well, even at even at even at preseason. Um, I think Matt Murray will be an interesting one. All right. As well as Austin Matthews. Okay. Thomas, who is who are who do you have as someone to watch 
Two to oh, three me, players. For me, for me, I've got a bunch of players, and we only could pick three. So here it is. Well, Leaf well you fans. can do as many as you want. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, here it is, Leaf fans. I've got like five consecutively players that you have to watch out for, and you're, and I'm sure you know the names. So I'll jump on them right away. I mean, come on. You you gotta be. You've gotta watch Austin Matthews. You there, there's. There's there there's not much you can say about this guy, other than ask 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 yourself a question: How many more goals is he gonna? He got the sixty last season. How many goals does he score this season? Does he score more than sixty? Does he score at least up to sixty? How much does he score? Oh, Michael Bunting is another guy to watch. He didn't have he had the shit in my mind. He had the shakiest season though they made the playoffs he had the most he had the shakiest of seasons and though I don't see him being another player being one of the players to watch in the preseason I do see him as a reliable and competitive player in the regular season, so he's one of the players to watch as well. There you go, that's two Leafs. Alright, we got, alright, alright. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, Mitch Marner didn't have, probably didn't have as much spotlight as he probably, as probably may have guessed, but that's just what I'm saying. But I do think he's another guy to watch for. And kind of like what Ali said, here's my fourth guy to watch. You've you've really got to watch Matt Murray. It's it's it, it's a wait and see with him because it's like, well, hold on now. Where, what Matt Murray version we gonna see here? All in all, I do think that those four guys I mentioned, uh, Matthews, uh, Marner. Uh, I would say Nylander, but I said Bunting. Of course, I said Matt Murray. And you've got, there you go, you got your four guys. For um, uh, the Maple Leaf side of things. In Ottawa, it's a, it's a really good question. I really think that there is only one player in particular to watch. This season, from Ottawa's standpoint, assuming that all of their half yet brilliant players from the past seasons are gone, I think the one person I'd consider keeping an eye on is none other than. Claude Giroux. I really think it's Claude Giroux that's your one guy to really look forward to watching because you, it, okay, yeah, you saw him in the Phillies uniform, but what does he bring to Ottawa? What is he going to do as an Ottawa senator? 
Uh, well, just a fact here, Claude Drew is not an Ottawa Senator unless he was traded from the Carolina Hurricanes to the Senators. Uh, we'll look into that. You guys can look into that as well. Well, I do have news that he is apparently on the roster. So Ottawa Senators do have him on the roster. It does say Claude Giroux. Okay, so it was a trade that happened in the offseason. All right, for, for me, yeah, I have a couple my of players. Guys. All right, for me, I have a couple of players. Number one, the Maple Leafs' former goaltender, uh, Soup, or as we called them. Um, let me make sure I... Oh, yes, Jack Campbell. I feel he had a great year as a Leaf, even though it was his last year before they traded him off to Edmonton. You have to watch Matthews. You've got to watch Matthews. You have got to watch him. And um, I'll get into this a little later after we wrap up this segment of hockey uh, when we go to our coming up segment. But anyways, you have to watch Crosby. You have to watch Getzel for the Penguins. And again, for the Maple Leafs, even though I mentioned Matthews, it's a wait and see with Matt Murray. We'll see. Will he be like he was with Pittsburgh? Or will you get the Ottawa Senator version? We don't know. And with that, we're going to go right down into it. So, first of all, before we get into coming up with Sports First on Sports for Beginners, the podcast is segment here. I just want to thank everybody for watching, or sorry, for listening. Uh, because we're only on audio right now, we are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, TuneIn, Pocket Cast. Uh, we're trying to get onto any podcast platforms that we can at this time. Uh, thank you guys for sticking with us. Please do, or if you feel this show deserves a rating and a review, uh, please, please take a few seconds to do that. Even when if you're doing it when you start listening, that is. That is great. Um, and before we get to our contact, let's dive on in. What's coming up? So since we are doing the episode recordings every Thursday, they may be out on Thursdays. They may be out on Fridays, which is the day after they're recorded. And it may be old news, but, but we're trying to keep it as relevant as possible. And with that, on our on our next episode, we will we'll be recapping week one of the NFL. Just a few games in particular that stuck out to us. Uh, Thomas will be hosting of that segment that next week for you. I will be with him. Ali will be with him. Uh, I, we will talk some more hockey. We will bring the road trip post-game for the Blue Jays to an end and cap off some of the homestand as the Rays and Jays get set for their final game on the Thursday. We may talk to some people in the media. I'm actually going to try to reach out to some of them today by sending something out. And if you are in the media and you are listening to this and you think that this will be a great opportunity to be a part of, let us know. By uh, let us know, let us know by um, 
reaching out to me on Twitter at Scott McGregor, number three, no number sign again on Twitter. Reach out to me if you follow me. My DMs are open. Uh, you can follow along, even though it'll just be up until kickoff for today and up until first pitch for the blue for when the Blue Jays are playing, or up until puck drop when hockey starts. Um, you could follow along the scores on my Instagram page at smc underscore eighty seven underscore, and you could and check out our Facebook page that is up right now, Sports for Beginners Podcast. For updates with new episodes. And of course, we will when Thomas's podcast gets going, we'll have updates for you on that as well. Still, again, there is an email that will be determined when we have determined it, and it will be made available to you. But that's all coming up right now on the podcast. And that is our contact information. But Thomas, how can people contact you? You don't have to give too much, just just simple information if you want. And before you do, um, I do want to mention that if that our friends know our uh, main email addresses, if, if they have them. Uh, so, Thomas, how can people contact you or get in contact with you for the pod? Okay, so if you want to get in contact with me for the podcast, you can always... Talk to us through the Facebook page. I'll try and see if I can get anything going on the Facebook page for you guys. See if we can get those edited. And you got questions. I've got an- I've got the answers for football, hockey. You know, you know how you know what to do. Just DM me on Twitter at uh, Thomas J. At Thomas J. McGregor, that's sorry, at that, that's at Thomas J. for Twitter, that's at Thomas J. Of course, uh, you can get me at, at Thomas J. No number sign. You can email me at my, if you are, if you were someone I know, you can email me at my personal emails, Thomas J. McGregor 44. If you are someone I know, you can send me DMs on Instagram. It's just, it's fine with me. It's fine. And uh, just to cancel out that email, you can always look at tweets on Twitter. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And how can people get in contact with you, Ali? They can contact me at atompodcast819 at gmail.com. And I want to thank everybody for joining us today. All right. Yes. Thank you all for joining us. If you've been here, whether this is your fourth listen, your third, your, your third listen, or your first listen, we're happy to have you aboard. We will try to get some people fan or of the, fan, of the sports fan bases or of the media. We will try to get people uh on the podcast to talk with us football for a specific team uh other sports we may have uh stuff outside of sports on the podcast so if you're looking forward to that you can leave that in your review and your rating if you want 
but that is going to do it for this episode. It's an emergency podcast episode, but it's also episode four of the podcast. I am Scott McGregor. I am Thomas McGregor. And I am Ali Musa. And we will always remember that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. Yes, have great, indeed. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. And Bill's Mafia, remember to keep it locked in with the Buffalo Bills. Yes, Bill's Mafia. Remember, it's game day. It's Buffalo night. It's our first night. So, Bill's Mafia, remember, even though you maybe not, even though you're listening to this podcast, it is also game day. So, so keep it locked before or up until kickoff because it is it is going to be fun. It's going to be a great night. So, but again, thank every thanks to everybody listening. Thanks to everybody who's jumped on board early. Uh, when we have when we have when we have good stuff that we can promote our podcast with, we will let you know. Uh, but again, as I always said, it is not goodbye. It is until next time. Have a great week, everybody.